Hey everybody, Steve here, Local Level Podcast. I'm sitting here with David McNaney of David McNaney Photography. You can uh, check him out at davidmcnaney.com. Perfect. And, uh, wherever you are on social, I'm sure you can yep. probably find the links as well. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you on. Thanks, Steve. Pleasure. Yep. Yep. So uh, we'll just dive right into it. We had a conversation yep. uh, a few days back and uh, we were talking about, you know, kind of like what resonates with you and you know, uh, uh, I, I don't know exactly how to start, but the art of photography is something that you decided to build a career around. Did. What about art made you decide that was what you got to do? You know, I've always kind of had a kind of a crossroad between what I call technology and creativity. Right. Mm -hmm. It stems back to my days in college. I mean, realize when I was in college, you know, the Internet was like at its infancy. I don't want to date myself, but let's be honest, it was. <laughs> um, I never had a technology background. And I worked in a computer lab at uh, college and started just kind of fiddling with programs and learning the applications. And I got stuck on doing a lot of what I call desktop publishing. So it allowed me to just to continue with the creativity, but still get that that IT side of it as well. Yeah. Um, and that I think that really is how I got stuck on with, with technology, right? It just snuck up on me during college. Uh, the creativity stuff has always been there. I mean, it goes back to when I was a kid. You know, yeah. I always had a strong side of it when it comes to art and and color and light and so forth. And, uh, you know, when I picked up a camera for the first time, you know, it, it blends both of those just perfectly. Yeah. You know, and it just, it, you know, it kind of clicked as far as what I wanted to do. Yeah, and this is something that I touched on before, the fact that, you know, capturing the emotion in art is something that's older than the camera itself. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's kind of an ancient thing that people have been striving for over as long as somebody knew how to speak or whatever, probably before, right? Yep. Um, so now that you have a camera, it's a tool that allows you to do that in a better, more efficient way. Um, what about, obviously you're an artist first. I think so. I agree with that statement. Yeah. So, so what about the camera is uh, attracted you, you know, as opposed to all the other different art forms that you kind of got into? I think the camera just, it, you know, I started shooting when digital first hit the market, right? I mean, that's the very first camera I picked up was a digital camera. Okay. Right. And being able to have that instant gratification or back then instant frustration yeah for not coming out the way you wanted uh i think that helps with creativity right you know you always want that creativity to continue just to flow and not get disruptive when you're trying to take what's in your mind and make it a reality you know digital allows you to do that right, right? um and for me i think that's what helps me bring my imagery to life is being able to see that instantly whether something's going to work or not you know and it helps you to you know kind of create your style of shooting yeah no it's interesting because you almost you nailed like three of the questions that i was going to ask <laughs> well that's touched perfect. on it perfectly um so uh, you know the first thing was the fact that digital does allow you to use technology for post 
Yeah. As opposed to film where it's done and it's done. Um, so does that, obviously it, it can help you. You have more tools in your tool belt, but does it overcomplicate it sometimes? Uh, well, you definitely can get overboard real fast, right? You know, we talk about lighting, we talk about composition, we talk yeah. about colors. I mean, you literally, there's a lot of things you're looking at when you're looking through a viewfinder, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I think any good photographer will try to keep it simple. Right. Right. Um, especially when you first start out, you're just thrown so many things, or excuse me, so many things are thrown at you. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. let's not even get into the equipment alone, but there, there's a lot of things. So I think, for any photographer when they start is to kind of keep something simple, right? Is trying to learn either a specific type of genre or learn a specific type of composition and then move on to the next thing. Um, I think digital cameras sometimes can make it complicated by all means. There's a lot more of a learning curve. Yeah. Um, but it's up to photographer just to kind of keep it simple step by step. So you got to learn your tool. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. I'm still learning. I will always be a student of photography. There are just so many things that you want to continually do. And, you know, when you start getting into creatively trying to expand what you know and what you want to provide, you know, it's it's limitless. Yeah. So you got to keep learning. Yeah. I mean, the art's all around you. It's a matter of kind of capturing it yeah. in, in whatever way is your style. So yeah. um, everybody kind of puts their own little uh, twist on what it is that they're doing. You know, if you take 50 people to take a picture of that wall, you're going to get 50 different versions. I hope so. You know, um, so what would you say, how would you describe your style, your comfort zone, where your wheelhouse really is? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, really, if you asked me that question probably about two years ago, I would still say my style's really undefined. Over the course of the last year, I've started to get a little more defined as far as what I like. Yeah. Um, for me, it's a couple things. I definitely am more of a contemporary portraiture, and I like some of the muted tones. Think about, um, you know, your your Vogue magazines and so forth, yeah. and those type of imagery where you don't have a lot of bright colors popping out. It's a lot more matted finishes. Uh, but then when I look at, I do a lot of commercial headshots. It's just the opposite. Yeah. It's a lot of really super flat lighting, which, you know, is super complimentary to a lot of folks. And it's a lot of vivid colors. Um, so, you know, I would say those are my two defined styles. Now, I'm not limiting myself to anything. You know, I'm still picking up new things that I like to do. Yeah. I don't think I would ever put myself in a box of just one type of style. Um, I think it depends on your client. Depends on your personal projects that you're doing and that you want to continue growing as an artist as well. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of times with these types of careers, you're almost you're limited because, you you know, you're dictated by the clients that you have. Yeah. So um, I got a question for you at the end that hopefully you're going to. It'll interest you. It'll interest <laughs> me. I know that. But um, so, I mean, like uh, the business aspect of it, uh, getting into. Um, the business of photography because it's a it's a, a whole different thing you know the art is is one thing but a lot of artists they're either artists and they have to have somebody to help them with business or whatever yeah but you're doing this yourself yeah right yep so so tell me about the business aspect of the art and how that kind of affects what you do yeah so if you if you ever want to become a photographer and you start 
let's say you start Googling, you know, how do I start a photography business and so forth. About 95% of the content you find is more on the creativity side. Yeah. There is very little on the business side. And even your most famous photographers today, very little on the business acumen. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that's a miss, a huge miss. Yeah. Uh, for me, being a business owner and being a photographer business owner, you know, the minority of my time is behind the camera. Shoot, hmm. right? Majority of my time is marketing, yeah. accounting, you know, uh, looking to expand the business, taking all the business stuff that you have to do behind the scenes, right? Yeah. And being a small business owner, that's also another challenge as well, right? And learning sure. all the, the rules and laws and everything like that and trying yeah. to figure out a way to survive. Um, I wish that uh, people realize that a lot more when you start any type of business, especially in photography. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, I mean, when you start something, there's a million things that you didn't really plan for yeah. or didn't realize you had to plan for. Yeah. So, but know, it's exciting though, too. Don't get me wrong. Sure. Know? Yeah. It's exciting until you need to, you know, go get a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's exciting until the revenues are gone. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, so what are some of the biggest things that, that surprise you, um, you know, that, that kind of came up when you when you decided you were going to do this on your own? So I've always been a, I guess, a quote unquote planner. OK. Um, so it's it still was a leap of faith jumping into my own business. Don't get yeah. me wrong. It still was. But I also come from, um, you know, 24 years on the IT selling side of the business. Gotcha. Um, for ever since college, right? That's how I started. Um, so I think my business acumen is is rather strong. You know, my degree from college is in marketing and professional selling. So mm -hmm. I think the business side was the one I was most comfortable with. Um, wow. I think I'm very um, attuned to what I need to do to survive and, and continue building this business. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's like with anything else, you know, you're starting out and you're building clients, you know, and how do you get that message out and how do you continue doing that? And then, you know, be successful and providing the product that they're after. Yeah. Um, and then still taking care of everything else that the business requires. It's a juggle. It's, you know, and there are days that you want to pull your hair out. I mean, you do. It's like, what am I doing? You know, did right. I make the right choice? Did I make the right leap of faith? Yeah. But then there are days like, yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. this is it. Right. I mean, this is what I want to do. You yeah. know, my biggest challenge was, you know, I, you know, again, I, like I said, I come from 24 years of professional selling in an IT environment on a very structured day, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it was regimental up at six. Wow. Out and, you know, in the office by eight o'clock and work until six, right? It's a big change. It is. Now I'm my own business owner. The biggest challenge for me was day one is, it wasn't a regimental day. What do I do now? Yeah, so you have yeah. to start structuring your own day. You know, and yeah. you start writing your own tasks, what you need to do. Um, and I still struggle with that. Sometimes yeah. when I'm not crazy busy, like I used to be stuck in a cubicle, you kind of wonder, what am I doing? Am I doing the right thing? Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's also, it's, it's the exciting part of it too. Some of the unknown, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> it's funny because this topic has come up, or, you know, like sales 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 has come up all day yeah and i think that almost every business owner that i've talked to pretty much has some sort of background in sales or marketing you have to i mean that's uh that's what it is you know doing a business is pretty much selling yourself and your product and you know selling it to yourself yeah you know selling yourself to yourself 
a lot of times. I always said this, and uh, uh, friends of mine probably laugh, but every person is a salesperson. Yeah. Whether you believe it or not. Yeah. Whether you're trying to convince someone of an idea that you have, or you're trying to sell a physical product, mm-hmm. everybody's a salesperson. Yeah. Yeah. There's just levels of skill. I'm constantly <laughs> se- I'm constantly selling to my kids, trying to get them to, you know, follow me what I'm trying to do. Yeah. You know, listen to me. You know. Right. It's a battle. It is. <laughs> yeah, it is. So you uh, you were in IT sales. So mm-hmm. uh, what what specifically were you selling software? Uh, so I was selling hardware and software. Okay. I mean, you talk about it. It was everything from you know printers all the way up to network servers and security and infrastructure, data centers, you name it. So where did photography come into this mix? It's <laughs> a good question. Um, so it had to be about 15, 20 years ago. Uh, my wife and I are on vacation with friends of ours, and my buddy has a camera. And again, like I mentioned, I think it was just when digital hit the market. So I'm like, let me see that, you know. Wow. And uh, I gave it back to him like two hours later. And I had, I was just monking around with the camera, you know. And it, it was kind of cool just kind of see, you know, trying to figure out what, what you could shoot. And again, getting that instant gratification back on the digital camera. And I'm like, this is kind of cool. I like this. So I bought my first digital camera. It was, I think it was a Sony. It wasn't a professional model or anything like that. It was more of just a handheld. I don't even remember what it was. Pardon me? A Mavica or something like that. I don't even remember the name, but Sony (laughs) branded them back then. But, you know, it's probably like a little three, four inch screen. Yeah. Um, But it was, I was kind of, I was kind of, it kind of clicked with me, right? No, No pun intended, but it kind of clicked as far as, I like being able to have this and shoot and create something, right? Right. So I started shooting just, you know, landscapes was kind of my thing for a while. And then, um, you know, my kids are coming born and their activities are coming around. So I started just kind of documenting their life a little bit. And then uh, one year, someone asked me to do some portraits for a school talent show. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Be, yeah, I've never done that. Sure. So, you know, I, I set up, you know, props and I set up, you know, a backdrop and I'm like, this is pretty. This is pretty cool. I, I kind of like the stage that we're setting here. And then having someone in front of the camera, and it was the first time I'm directing them. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's a collaboration, working back and forth, and I'm directing their poses and so forth. And dude, it just hit me. Wow. I really like this. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps now just talking about it. I yeah. like the direct model, right? And just working with somebody, and bringing again my image of what I want to create to life. Um. So fast forward, you know, probably like five, 10 years after that, I was shooting part time, doing portraits and events here and there. Yeah. Talked to my wife probably about three, four years ago. I said, I want to do this. I want this to kind of be my next iteration of my career. Right. I'm kind of done with the IT. I've kind of had that to it exhausted. It's be so boring after a while. It, it gets to be a grind. Yeah. Um, so I said, I want to do this, you know. And, you know, having kids and so forth, you have a lot of fiscal, financial responsibilities. Yeah, of course. You take care it's a of. tough time to make a change. Talk about a leap of faith. Yeah. Big um, so we were planning on it for a few years and then um, get to a point where financially that, you know, their academic or their education will be established. Um, three years ago, we built a studio so that way we can do some, some inside sessions since we live in the Midwest and outdoor photography yeah. just doesn't last year round yeah um so we built the studio and then uh a year ago this month is when i made the jump from 
part-time to full-time and, and left my career and left a, a pretty good paying career. Yeah. You know, that really, you know, helped us get to this point. And uh, I really I have not looked back, you know. I miss right. some of the guys I work with by all means, but. You work from home now or? Uh, yeah. 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 And, um, but I love what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows are great. You know, like I said, there are some days where it's crazy, but, you know. I've made I, the right move, put it that yeah, way. Yeah, I got the same thing. I mean, uh, it's, uh, every, the thing about it is whenever you take that leap of faith, nobody ever takes a leap of faith and makes twice as much. <laughs> you know? No, let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> Photography is not a lucrative business by no means. I don't know many billionaire photographers. Maybe I'll be the first. Who knows? That would be great. But I have a vision, right? You know, I want to build a, a, a big studio business where I have yeah. photographers working for an under me and my business model I've developed. Yeah. And, you know, I want to be able to have all type of genres so we can service our clients from the time they're married to the time they give birth to the time their kids graduate and move on, right? Wow. Yeah. Um, that's my goal. So I know I'll get there. It'll take some time, but I'm getting there. Well, that's that's all it takes. It's yeah. the belief. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's it. And a camera. And a lot of effort. Yeah. 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 A lot of effort. Yeah. A lot of effort, definitely. And um, do you still talk to your friend that handed you the camera for the first time? I do. Yeah. Do you yeah. thank him? Uh, I do. And I make fun of him how bad pictures he takes now. Oh, man. Yeah. You surpassed. What is it? What do they call it? The, the pupil surpasses the... Yeah. The, the uh, <laughs> teacher has become this... Uh, the student has become the teacher. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That's uh, that's a, a pretty, pretty awesome story um, that you just picked it up one day and it just clicked. Not a lot of people have that opportunity to really just snap into the thing that they're calling, you know, really they're called for. You know? See, but I, I wish people would go after what they truly want to do. Yeah. I tell my kids this all the time. I said, you know, life goes by real fast. We all know this. We've heard it a million times. Yeah. You know, it's for me, I've got to a point where it's all about the experience. It's not about the tangibles anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, the big yeah. houses, the fancy cars, the nice clothing, all that stuff. Right. I want to live life and have experiences. I want to create things that I'm proud of that hopefully will become a legacy for other people. Right. Definitely. And photography is that great outlet for me. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, you know, good art lasts. Yeah. It, it, it makes an impact. And um, so that goes into another question that I had. So like when you see good art, yeah. when you see a good picture, an image, Whatever that art is, you can't describe that feeling that you get when it's really, really good. You know it. You can feel it. What do you think it is? Well, it's different for everybody, right? And that's why when it comes to art, you really can't do anything wrong. Everybody has their own interpretation of what art truly is. Yeah. Um, I think that's what's the beautiful part of it. Um. Art should be something that stops you in your path mm-hmm. yeah. and gets your attention. Whether it be for 10 seconds or 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, and for me, that's what I'm trying to create, mm-hmm. right? And I'm trying to create that for my clients, giving them experience while I'm doing it. Uh, and again, I want, for my clients, I want to create something that they want to hang on to forever and pass down to their, gener- their next generation. Mm-hmm. For me, that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's it's powerful. Um, I was on your website. I was looking at your website, and you have a picture uh, 
when your family's on horses. Yeah. And I had to look at it a couple of times because I was I was looking at it and it looked like it was like an impress, impressionistic painting because it, you know it's not it wasn't blown up you no. know it was like you can see it but I looked at it and it looked like it was painted and I double double take you know oh. Oh, that's an actual picture that you did the lighting in a way where it's not a picture and I had to look at it for a while so you got something there. For that, it's it's one of those, you know, moments that you've just the lighting is right, and that's that was purely an outdoor portrait. Yeah. Right, and it was something that, you know, if you tried recreating again, you won't get it. Right? Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things that photography does. It allows you to document and seal that moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I know, I know exactly the picture you talked about. Yeah. I remember like it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. For anybody that's uh, that's interested, I mean, go to David. McNaney.com. Uh, I believe yeah. it's on your about page. It is. Uh, and you'll, you'll see that it's the picture with the horses. Uh, go to that site and check that out. Trust me. It's, it's something to see. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's good stuff. Definitely. And, um, so you said that you never really got into the business with film. Have you tried to get into film at all? I have not. It's something uh, I start smirking when I talk about it because I think it's, um, I've had this conversation with other photographers, right? And the ones that have done film before, uh, we say it's the it's the humble uh, equation. Yeah. Um, because you really, a you kind of need to know what you're doing when you're working with film. Right. You don't. First of all, it's, exp- it's expensive as crap, so yeah. you don't have a lot of uh, unless right. you want to burn money. Right. Um, but you need you do need to know what you're doing. Um, so I think at some point in my near future, I probably will give it a shot when you have yeah, a blow. Yeah, I think so. And two, and I think it's, it's, again, it's another tool to help you with the creative side of it, right? Mm. When it comes to film, you definitely need to know what you want to shoot, right? And so you kind of have to have, again, that image in mind of how you want that to come out. Now, when you look at something, you know, a photographer a lot of times or any, you, you have a different view on things. Do you look at something in a way where it's like... Uh, do you find yourself reaching for your camera when you're walking around during the day? Yeah. Um, yes, I do. I wish I could actually shrink my camera, my actual camera that I use all the time, yeah. into a much smaller portable size I could carry. Sure. Because I'm always, for me, it's it's composition and lighting. It's like my two big things I'm always looking at, right? It's how yeah. I'm framing something as I'm looking at it, and then just the color and the light that I'm seeing. And it's all the time. Yeah. You know, I mean... I'm, I, I walk my dog a lot, um, and I'm always looking around. And one of the things I enjoy about doing that is because I'm always looking around, right? And you're thinking. thinking. And it, allow, yeah, it definitely allows me to clear my brain. Yeah. You know, business owner, we got a lot of things cranking on up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, the lighting and the framing is constantly in my mind as far as how I see something and how I want to possibly recreate it and how can I use it in my work, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, I, you know, I recently we did a shoot. And uh, we had a scout a location. Um, the family wanted to do something on on location. We actually ended up in the West Loop of Chicago. I haven't been to the West Loop of Chicago probably in like eight, ten years. Sure. Amazing transformation. Yeah. If you haven't been to West Loop, go to the West Loop. It's such <laughs> a cool area. Um, but I spent probably about 12 hours in two different uh, trips just walking around that area seeing the different compositions, the different angles, the colors, the lighting, and of course now 
you know, the architecture and the landscapes. Yeah. Chicago um, architecture is like, oh, it's amazing. And uh, kid in a candy store. Oh, forget it. I mean, you could be out there all day. <laughs> and, uh, we had a really, really fun photo shoot and the downside was it just wasn't long enough. I could have been out there for like six hours. Now, do you scout, do you actively scout jobs that are going to be interesting to you or do you? Anything, anything that's on location, uh, we do scout ahead of time. Um, again, I'm a planner and I want to know kind of an idea of what I want to shoot ahead of time. Um, most of the time, my clients don't know where they want to go. They want to be somewhere cool mm. and somewhere different. Yeah. Um, so they kind of leave that up to me. And I just kind of get an idea of what they're creatively thinking about, what they don't like. Um, and I start showing them some imagery and kind of build what I call the inspiration board, um, which is, you know, colors and textures and, you know, styles that they want to look at. Yeah. And it helps kind of form the overall mood of what they want to accomplish on their shoot. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's helpful. I mean, I, I think that any creative, you know, planning that's some sort of visual rep representation before you do it. Yeah. Now, uh, I know when we were talking, you don't really have any, just because you do preparation before and you kind of bounce people before if you don't mesh. Am I right? Um, like as far as bad customers or oh. people that aren't feeling what your, you know, your style or whatever. Have you had to deal with that? or I've not had any bad clients yet. Yeah. And hopefully I don't. Mm -hmm. um, I think a couple of things that helps our business is clear communication yeah. and constant, right? There's a lot of moving parts. So I want to make sure there's never any surprises for a client, right? And then I always have a consultation before you even spend $1 with me, right? Right. A, I want to make sure you know what is my style. I want to know what you want me to create. Uh -huh. I want you to know what the what, you know the investment would be to do that, and really, what is your outcome? You know, if I create an image, how do you want to display it? You know, are you looking to put it into a folio album? Are you looking to create wall art? What do you want to do? Um, so, expectation is huge, and yeah. I make sure that error is cleared long before they invest any more time. Yeah, you have to. That probably goes with your sales background. I think so. You know, the sales background has helped me just be comfortable talking with people. Yeah. Um, and I'm a client, too. I spend money, and I have sure. certain level of expectation when I walk into any establishment and so yeah. forth, right? And as long, you know, if something goes wrong, as long as it's communicated to me right away before I have to say something, I'm okay with that, sure. right? And, yeah. and that's my goal when it comes to my clients, right, mm -hmm. is make sure that I overly communicate to them, you know, and then let them know what's going on, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's always best to... Not leave any stone unturned where no. there could be an objection. You know? No, and the other thing too is, you know, I want them to feel 100% comfortable with me because yeah. I'm asking a lot of them, right? I'm asking someone to get in front of my camera who's never been in front of my camera yeah. before and be natural. Yeah. What's the, what's the success model in doing that? It's very yeah. low. So, you know, I have to build a rapport with them. I have to build some trust with them. Of course. And I have to let them realize that, hey, you're, you know, it's like an Allstate commercial. You're in good hands. Sure. I'm going to help you with your expressions. I'm going to coach you through this. Again, it's a collaboration. Yeah, it's uh, an intimate thing, too, because a yeah. lot of the subjects that you're probably covering are very important things. You know, yeah. Uh, portraits, family stuff, where you, you know, around the kids and, yeah. you know, communicating with kids. You know, there's there's something to that there. And uh, Now, is is that part of what, you enjoy about the process or you know i mean is that a fulfilling part of what you're doing 
I do like working with people. I'm not going to lie. I mean, otherwise I wouldn't be doing this. Right. You know? and like I said, I think, you know, being behind the camera is the minority part of the time. The majority yeah, right. part of the time is, is working with your clients, right? Yeah. And setting the, you know, itineraries, setting the expectations, setting the steps, letting them know what we're doing all the way through. Uh, and then what comes after, um, answering any questions they might have. You know, a lot of times, you know, folks don't know what they want to do. They w- definitely want to get some portraits, but they don't know what the process is. They don't know creativity-wise. Um, so there's a lot that depends on, on me to answer those questions. Yeah. So, and that's fine. I mean, that's part of the business model we've built out. So. Yeah, yeah. And um, now, social media culture, there's a lot of, like, Insta photographers out there. Yeah. You know, and they're usually taking pictures that they never look at again. Yeah. You know, they're just a one-time use. It's a disposable picture. Um, I'm sure that's changed the industry, and it's probably changed people's expectations. Uh, how, how, have that, how, how has that presented itself to you with your business? So I kind of have a, a love-hate relationship with social media. Yeah. You know, as far as a business owner, it's, it's a requirement, right? Yeah. It's how I'm communicating with my clients and my potential clients. Right. right? It's how they're first getting introduced to me, right? Um, so they need to have a little bit of a glimpse inside the business, inside the people running it, right? Yeah. Um, but it's also, on the flip side of it, it creates a lot of noise, Right. So how do I set myself apart from the instant photographers we talked about and so forth? Yeah. It's, it's tricky, right? Mm-hmm. My biggest thing is I don't like reproducing something that's been done already. Yeah, of course, yeah. Right? That's not something I ever want to do. You know, you are definitely influenced and inspired by others' work, but you never copy it. Yeah. Right? And I think that's probably the biggest thing about social media right now. You see a lot of people kind of doing similar things. Yeah. Well, that's what they're going for. Yeah. So as, yeah. as a business, that's, you know, you're not going to be the whole water very long if you do that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, going off of trends and things like that, obviously every generation has their own little kind of fat style, yeah. uh, you know, pop culture type of thing. What do you think is going to last? What do you think hmm. is, is going to go away that's happening right now that people ask for customer wise? Uh, God, I hope the selfie. Uh, I'm not a fan of selfies. My yeah, my kids know that. So hopefully the selfies will go away. I don't. I'm not sure. I think selfies will evolve a little bit. Um, I don't think you know photography is is at a. I still say it is at an infancy stage as far as especially like digital photography. Right. Everybody has a camera in their hand, whether it be on your phone, whether yeah. it actually be a dedicated camera. Um, and that's a good thing, right? It helps us document more of what is going on in our lives and so forth. Mm-hmm. But now it makes you start questioning, well, what are really the, the really important things, right? What are the things that you want documented and yeah. passed on to your family? Not just a picture of your mashed potatoes. You know? Right, yeah, exactly. So and that's why I think that's kind of the downturn to social media at times is that there's just too much of it and some of some of those real important moments get lost. Yeah. Um, so I just, you know, I hope that we don't lose those things as far as the, the important moments and we still capture those. Um, but yeah, I just hope that the selfies change a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if they're going anywhere anytime soon. They just uh, rolled out the slow fee. Oh yes, the slow fee. Right. The that's the uh, that's the slow motion video. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 They're really trying to push those cameras more and more. Video is a big part of it. You yeah. know, was it? Uh, was a study I read? I think a video is viewed eighty times more than a photograph. Some of that nature. I think it was close ratio. Something like that. So you know, video is pretty important. So I think the slow fee, a quick two second, three second clip, yeah. might have a little bit of legs on it. Yeah. Maybe you'll have less competition with the actual stills. Yeah, that'd be all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the video. I, I, you know, people ask me, "Are you ever going to do anything with videography?" I don't know yet. You know, I really don't. It's I mean, a whole different animal. It is, and it's it's not something that I, I don't know if you can create something of a legacy type of work yeah. if you do a video Especially, i've yet to see something yeah and another thing is you know with with video the the uh the quality yeah once you know there's almost there, there's an expiration date on when the next generation of quality comes out right lower definition goes by the wayside it's a good point and that's you know for me when it comes to photography i'm big on I think a portrait comes to life when it becomes physical, right? So yeah. when we do a, a, a print and we create a wall, I'll find our wall print, when we put our, our, our portraits into an album, I think that's one that comes to life. My concern is, you know, we keep things digital, formats change. Yeah. Computers do have a lifespan. Yeah. You know, what happens when we lose those files? Those are lost forever. Well, that's the thing, you know, it's uh, <clears throat> even when we had a digital camera or, you know, not a digital camera, but a disposable camera yeah. where you took the OSCO and you got it developed, you had actual pictures, you know? Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, you probably still have a box somewhere with a bunch of those pictures. I do. And those are the ones that you're going to actually have. The ones that you're taking this week about of your sushi or your, you know, kid at the zoo, chances are those are going to disappear. It's a good point. I mean, I thought about this. When you actually go through an old box of photos, you literally go through them one yeah. at a time. And you take your time. It's yeah. not just a swipe. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I was here. What's next? It's a good point. And uh, who's who owns your pictures? How, how many people can really say that they have their pictures on their computer? Yeah. They're on social media. It's somebody else's computer. Yeah. So that's uh, it's kind of a scary thing to think if something... Say the power went out one day. It's something you have to contend with. I mean, yeah. you know, in our studio alone, we have multiple backups and multiple archives. You know, I have clients ask me, hey, are you going to keep all the portraits from our session? I said, yeah, we archive them all. Yeah. You know, if there are a point later in time you want to come back and, and uh, purchase another portrait, we have that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can do that. But it's something that you constantly have to manage. You've got to watch format changes and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to learn that one the hard way, man. No. Well, there's a reason that the only ancient civilizations that we know about are the ones that built that out of stone, you know, because it's all that lasts. So the Mayans were onto something, man. Right. They, they had something going right. Yeah. So that there's something to uh, having a physical, real thing. I think, I think it means so. more when it actually holds space. I, yeah. I mean, think about it. You still go to the museum. Yeah. What are you looking at? You're looking at art on the wall. Things. Real people go, things. people pay to see that. Yeah. So where did we lose that when it comes to individual portraits? Yeah. 
Well, it's uh, it's 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 much different what you do compared to somebody with a, a camp, you know, an iPhone or something. And um, I think that uh, I hope so. Otherwise, you know, yeah. Otherwise, I'm not gonna be around long. Yeah. Well, I you know I've seen the picture, so I. Well, I think you know, see if it's more than just you know putting someone in a frame and, and taking and hitting the shutter button, right? Right. We talked about this before, right? Where it's you're trying to get you know a natural response from them you want them to be comfortable you want them to forget about the camera being there yeah and that's why i say it's a collaboration when we're working with our clients right mm-hmm. you know we want to create something that is them right now i ask this where all our clients who come in for a consultation is you know how do you want to be photographed you know how do you want to see yourself in a portrait how do you want others to see you in a portrait right right it's a question people don't think about you know mm-hmm. we're taking pictures of, of ourselves all the time at least the people out there taking the selfies, not me. Yeah. But you never think about, you know, what kind of expression am I giving, you know, and so forth. So it's things that we work with constantly. And it's something that I think makes a difference. It does. And um, now for somebody that's thinking about getting into uh, photography, maybe they are on, on an iPhone and yeah. they just really enjoy doing it. And it's something that interests them. What advice would you give to that person um, uh, to, to, Get better at what they do, study the craft, and appreciate it uh, beyond just what they're taking on their phone. So if they just want to start learning photography, and I'll talk about going into the business uh, yeah, on the, on the separate the minute, step. but if you just want to start photography, I always say try to keep it simple as much as you can off the bat. Yeah. Don't buy a lot of equipment. Start with you know, basic camera, basic lens. Sure. Master that. By making a lot of mistakes. And it's okay to make mistakes. Especially mm-hmm. in digital, that delete button comes in handy, man. Right. Yeah. Right. Make a lot of mistakes. Don't try to do everything. You know? For me, like I said, I started with, with landscapes. And for me, it was, it was capturing detail, color, and light. That, mm-hmm. was, that was my background, right? And then I started putting people in there. You know, and that's a whole different animal altogether. But keep it simple. Find one particular type of genre that you want to do. Whether, you know, it's portraits, it's landscapes. Macro photography, people still love to take pictures of flowers and plants and so forth. Yeah. Work on that. You know, get yourself comfortable with the way the camera works. Get yourself comfortable with how you can change um, settings. Get comfortable with the lens. And then move on to the next thing. Um, I think I started with, yeah, I started natural lighting before I even got into any studio lighting. Uh, And then that's all the animal altogether. So there's a lot of learning curves as you go. Right. But once you get beyond that curve, you know, you get you have a real good sense of what's going on and you can move on to the next thing. Yeah. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. I mean, you got to you got to learn your tool. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's like anything. You take steps. You, you can learn the chords and a guitar, but you're not Jimi Hendrix until you can shred. You know, I think, you know, um, probably about two, three years ago, I changed my workflow altogether as far as, you know, from the time I captured an image to the time that it's being delivered to a customer. And it was probably three, four months it took me to iron out exactly how I want it to be. And that was just, you know, I did it something different with a different application and I learned the, uh, the learning curve and got beyond it. And again, it's just, even for me, there's still things for me to learn and define and, and you know, make things a bit more efficient. Um, so, yeah. And don't give up, man. I mean, yeah, it can be very frustrating. And you'll have, you know, like I said, that lead button comes in handy. Sure. Learn by your mistakes. Yeah. And um, 
people can work a job and still have a hobby of photography oh, yeah. and learn it a little over time while they're doing something else. But um, when you get to that point where you you know feel like, hey, maybe I can do this, how can they turn that that skill into something that they can actually charge for? How does yeah. that work? So for me, I actually uh, I picked up a couple of mentors uh, that helped me along the way and kind of showed me how to create a business model from it. Yeah, um, and that was huge. So uh, I always say find a mentor, someone that you can rely on. Uh, I have a handful of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one for creativity, one for financial, one for business acumen. Um, I think that's huge. If you don't um, start learning as far as what you want to offer. Yeah. You know, what are you going to provide your client? Are you just going to, you know, take these images and just electronically send them to you? So then what's going to differentiate you from somebody else going to do the same thing? Um, I think you really have to figure out what kind of product you want to deliver. Uh, and then how is the best way you can deliver that? Yeah. Now, do you think that it's, uh, do you think that it's good to keep, options open or is it better to to target a certain thing you know what i mean like that you're going to sell if you're trying to get into a business with photography should you specialize or should you when you start out should you offer multiple different things a little bit of both right there's a lot of traditional photographers out there that say you should specialize pick a genre pick a market and stick with it yeah and when you first starting out you're not going to do that you're not going to pay the bills Right. There's already somebody doing that that's much better than you. Exactly. Um, now, I'm not saying do everything. Yeah. Because at some point, there's going to be something that you don't do really well. Right. And it may impact your other sides of the business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, keep it to a couple, a handful of things that will help you along the way pay those bills and so forth. Yeah. Um, nobody knows, you know, I actually shoot some real estate on the side. Um, I work with a realtor, asked me one day, say, hey, you know, I'm, I've got a house that's going to the market. Do you shoot? houses i said no i've never done it not yet you know um i've always thought about doing it i've been kind of on the fence about it right um i said let me try it let me see if i like it she's really cool to work with and you know she's a good friend of mine and uh it was fun i enjoyed doing it um am i marketing that i'm doing real estate no and i don't think i'll build a business around that yeah um it just doesn't give me the the same experience and the same love that i get from working with one-on-one on clients. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, those are something that helps fill the time, helps pay the bills. Mm-hmm. You know, there are definitely, you know, being a photographer and being in the photography business, there are things that you're going to have to do that wouldn't be a personal project if you had your choice. Yeah. And that's just with any business. Hmm. But you still bring everything you can to that project, to that client, and you make it the best experience they've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. And to, to touch on what we were just saying. I mean, uh, when I started out, you know, do marketing, web design, and all things like that. But there's a lot of things that I started out doing, offered, that weren't a good fit, you know? And it was just a matter of, you gotta learn that. But there's things that I do now that uh, I wouldn't be doing had I not tried those other things. They introduce you, you know? So that's, yeah, that's, it's, it's, I guess it's just trial and error, right? I think that, you know, the the ups and downs, you know, the challenges that we encounter, they all push us to get us to a point. Yeah. Right? And that point is what you want to do for the rest of your life or what you want to do for the next 10 years. 
Um, you know, you're never going to learn unless you're challenged along the way. You're never going to learn unless you make mistakes along the way. I say making mistakes is the greatest way to learn anything. Yeah. You'll never forget something once you've made a mistake. Absolutely. Never. Um, so, you know, there are going to be things that you may not like doing, but will help define who you are and what you provide. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, if, if you don't hear them out there, then you're deaf, but uh, uh, it's pretty loud out there. Uh, what I was going to say was um, the, the the main question that I touched on before that I really wanted to hear: if you had an unlimited budget, mm. okay, and you could do any project, what would that project be? What would that type of work turn out? What would that look like? So, if I had an unlimited budget for a personal project. What would that be? Um, so one of my bigger plans down the road is to be a kind of a destination photographer, mm -hmm. right? Is really, it kind of backs up to my roots of starting when I started shooting landscapes to where I am now where I'm shooting people, right? I want to blend that, right? Yeah. I want to put people in the most beautiful areas they've ever seen and just create an image that will just stop them in their tracks. Yeah. That takes a lot of money. Yeah, it does. You, know, you got to go there. You gotta, yeah, you those know. locations are hard to get to. Yeah. Uh, they cost money to get there. Um, and uh, there's a lot more planning that goes in, involved with that. But yeah, that, that would be what I'd like to do. That'd be the one. Yeah. And and do it more than once. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. That would be like every day. Yeah. 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 Well, Dave, I, I appreciate you coming on. This is, uh, you know, the first, hopefully, of many uh, I'd like to have you yeah, back be great. on. Um, we're going to be doing uh, a roundtable thing where we talk about, so we'll, we'll definitely uh, talk about that. But, you know, uh, I'm going to leave I'm going to leave it up to you. The closing thoughts, you know, as far as, you know, uh, what what advice you could give to somebody that uh, uh, wants to is just thinking about doing something, whether it's photography or just starting a business. Yeah. What is your advice? What can you leave them with? So I look back at my own personal life, mm -hmm. right? And I, and I say this, as I said before, everything that we've gone through, the ups and downs, defines on who you are. The only thing I probably would ever change is I, I wish photography would have found me a long time ago. Sure. Because um, this is truly what I love doing. Um, I just say, you know, we take every day for granted. And if we're not doing something that truly gets us out of bed in the morning, then we have to really question what our life is about. All right. Not to go crazy philosophical on anybody here, but yeah, I know it's easier said than done. Um, but again, I when I jumped into photography as far as the business, I actually said out loud to myself, I'm OK if I fail. I am expecting failures along the way. Yeah. Right. As much as I don't want them, I expect it to happen because mm -hmm. there's no way I can grow without any failures. Right. And I think everybody has to keep that in mind. And that's with anything in life. You have to be ready to fail. Yeah. And that's how we learn. You know, I said it before. We learn by making mistakes. Um, so if anybody wants to do something, whether it be in business or just change something in their life, Start making a minor change every day till you get there. And if you get setbacks, that's okay. Just don't ever give up. 
learn from them. And don't settle. Or excuse me, don't settle. Yeah. You know? So that'd be it. That's pretty good advice. Yeah, we try. We'll leave it there. Awesome. I appreciate it, Dave. Thanks, man. Yep. Appreciate having me. It was fun.